This is Tom Lee, the Editor-in-Chief for NGM Catalyst, and we're talking today with Janice Nevin, who is the President and CEO of Christiana Care Health System, of Delaware's largest hospital system. Now, some of you will recall that I interviewed Janice five years ago for a podcast where she discussed the responsibility of being a big provider in a small state, uh, really pushing value-oriented healthcare faster than the marketplace was forcing her to push it. Now, I recently saw her present at the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco, which is not the most likely place you go when you need to refresh your idealism. But at that meeting, Janice talked about aspirational goals like ending disparities, not just decreasing them so we don't feel so guilty, but going for zero disparities, the way we go for zero harm. Janice talked about love and excellence as core to the strategy for Christiana. And she seemed to suggest that healthcare, despite its difficulties, was still a great deal to go into if you want to live up your ideals. So I wanted to pursue that conversation a little further with her today. So Janice, thanks so much for joining us. And let me begin by asking you directly, how do you feel about healthcare these days as a field to go into for idealistic young people? You hear about doctors saying they wouldn't want their children to go into medicine. What's your take? I am entirely optimistic. Um, and I think, you know, what is so rewarding about healthcare, it's what brought me to healthcare and it, I, I, it has stayed true is that um, the mission of healthcare is simple but profound. We take care of people and there's nothing more um, important or more fulfilling um, than that mission that is just fundamental uh, to what we do. You know, you work hard in healthcare. Um, there's no denying that. And the, the last three years have certainly been uh, particularly challenging. But I think we're at a point in time where the promise of healthcare, um, sort of given where we are as an industry, given the, the data, the technology, the learnings that we have, we really are positioned um, to do work that we've never been able to do and therefore have impact that we haven't had before. And Tommy referenced the JP Morgan presentation and, and that's what we're doing. We are being bold and uh, we're being ideal, idealistic, but we fully believe um, and are committed to executing on that idealism. You mentioned equity. Um, you know, we are absolutely focused on creating a system that uses data um, understands where the inequities are, uh, uses evidence-based program, creates new programs to actually impact equity, and then make sure that we're making a difference by continuing uh, to measure and continuously improving. I also believe that um, we are at a moment in time when healthcare must become more engaged with the community, an opportunity to embrace some of the societal issues that impact health, whether it's substance abuse, gun violence, uh, climate change. And so I am as excited as I have as ever um, about um, you know, where, where healthcare is and certainly where I am in my career, entirely optimistic. Okay, well, let's go deeper into how an idealistic young person might start down a road 
that will make them proud, but also make them employable. If you imagine yourself talking to the college-aged Janice Nevin, what would you be telling her were great problems to devote her life to addressing so she could feel proud and be employed? I got interested in healthcare at a very early age, but it was really my experience in college that had a, a, a transformational impact in how I thought about health. And Tom, you and I shared the same major as undergraduates. And what, what I learned was that health is truly dependent on the um, societal level systems that are in place. And so the, there's the biological part of healthcare, but health can't be achieved unless we're also addressing mental health and, and social care. I learned about the biopsychosocial model of care, and I saw it as a way to create systems that would address inequities, that required more engagement with the community, that required uh, getting involved uh, in advocacy uh, for health policy, for example, smoking cessation. Uh, I recognize the impact of, of social injustice on health. And that was really what compelled me uh, to continue my journey uh, to become a physician and not surprisingly, you know, uh, uh, focused on family medicine. So I, I do think that. Um, you know, I would continue to tell myself, you know, that again, health, there's a great opportunity in healthcare uh, to, to, to channel that idealism, uh, to create systems of care that will truly make a difference in people's lives. Well, let's talk more about the path that took you from being an idealistic college student to an idealistic but effective CEO. And I ask about that because I am pretty sure that no one went into the little major that you and I shared, which was history and science. No one goes into history and science because they want to be a CEO or some other kind of manager in uh, healthcare delivery. So how did you go from being that idealistic student to your job today? I'm probably as surprised as anyone that I um that I landed as the CEO of a large health system. I'm not even sure I knew what a CEO was um, when I was in college. But um, you know, my career has always been about um, leadership and um, having the courage uh, to 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 lead, to take a perspective that is ultimately grounded in. Uh, my values, and I think the values that are healthcare, started in family medicine. I was a residency program director, learned a ton about um, running programs, and, and and learned that the real joy of leadership comes in seeing others exceed their own expectations. Um, I got my master's of public health along the way, and again, learned so much from that experience. And I had the privilege of coming to Christiana Care. And frankly, what attracted me to Christiana Care in many ways was part of that idealism. I had absolutely no intention of leaving my academic family medicine role, but I was convinced to apply for uh, the position of chair of the Department of Family and Community Medicine at Christiana Care. And the day that I interviewed, I got home that evening. I said to my husband, uh, if I get offered this job, you need to know that I'm taking it because I had never been 
to an organization where the mission was so alive. Everyone I spoke to talked about the mission. Um, people made decisions really grounded in the mission. And, and it was that mission of serving. It was the mission of caring for people. It was the mis mission of being engaged with communities. And I've been here now for more than 20 years, um, the last eight as the CEO, and um, have never once woken up and been disappointed that we didn't li live our mission. That doesn't mean that you know, things always go uh, the way that we want, but when when things don't go well, we respond to them in such a way that, again, is entirely reflective of our mission. Well, you, you know, you pursued an MPH and you became a medic, chief medical officer and patient safety officer. You were doing things which are clinically consistent with your values about, you know, quality and safety and so on. Uh, but that leap to becoming the CEO. Um, how did that leap happen? I had the good fortune of having a mentor who provided me with opportunities to explore a different part of what was possible from a physician leader. And so I had the good fortune to lead our Wilmington campus. I was the executive director there as we were undergoing not only a major physical transformation, but you know, I was leading inside the four walls a major transformation in terms of quality and safety and experience. I brought family and patient-centered care uh, to the organization. And I, I, I loved that work and it gave me the, the chance to see that, you know, there were certainly I could continue to be effective as a family physician. I think there's nothing more, I would say, um, pure as, you know, being in the, in a room with a patient and providing that one-on-one -on -one care. Um, but as I, as I grew in my leadership roles, I started to see that I could have an impact on creating a system, not only within our organization, but in partnership with others in the community that would more wholly address healthcare needs. Uh, and I got to the point where I had to make a decision and I, I made the choice to continue on the physician executive path. And ultimately that's what uh, led me to the opportunity to be the CEO here. So my take is that you were pursuing work that was consistent with your idealistic values, and then you got both, you, you were offered the opportunity and you were willing to take the opportunity to actually take management responsibility for uh, a smaller part of the healthcare system. And that set the stage for you to take responsibility for managing a big part of the healthcare system. Is that a reasonable way of describing the arc of the story? Absolutely. Very well said. Okay. So when I think about our 2018 podcast, where I, which I initiated because I was so impressed that you were leading Christiana toward high value care, even though the marketplace was not holding a gun to your head to make you do it, uh, I was impressed then. And so my question now is, you know, what are the things you're doing at Christiana today that would have impressed the college age Janice Nevin or the college age Tom Lee, uh, like the stuff we discussed in 2018? The work that we have done around our values and the behaviors that support them, I think is reflective in many ways of that idealism that you're talking about. 
but it has had a profound impact on our organization. Our value statement is we serve together guided by our values of love and excellence. And serving together is about the importance of teamwork and not only being on an effective team, but making sure that teams are working across the organ organization. Uh, excellence is in our DNA. It's in my DNA. And it's always about being exceptional today and even better tomorrow. But I am so grateful that the word love emerged as we did this work as an organization and that I and we collectively had the courage to embrace love as one of our values. And I, I do believe my college age self would would see that as being bold and courageous uh, and authentic. And, um, you know, I, it is because of those values. And, and I talk about the importance now of leading with love and leading with love means certainly um, compassion, anticipating the needs of others and, and deeply caring, but it's also speaking the truth with courage and empathy. It's listening actively, seeking to understand, assuming good intentions. It's uh, showing respect to everyone and embracing diversity. And leading with love means you walk towards problems, uh, you find them, you embrace them, and, and you do, do the hard work that's necessary uh, for people to achieve health and, and to flourish. So I, I think my college age self would be uh, grateful that, um, that uh, I had sort of taken all of the learnings over the last many years um, and applied them in this way that's having such an impact for our organization. Well, knowing you, Janice, I know that you wouldn't use the word love without having really thought about it and really meaning it. So I guess the bottom line question I'll ask, I think I know the answer to it, but I'll ask it anyway, for our younger people out there is, can you have your cake and eat it too? Can you go into healthcare, work in a good, stable organization and live up to your ideals? Your response? Absolutely. And, and bring your authentic self to the work. Um, I would hope, expect that any healthcare organization you join would create that kind of environment to allow you to be your authentic self. Um, but if you don't find yourself in a place that embraces uh, your idealism, uh, you know, make a move, uh, have the courage to make the change. Um, and by the way, if you're idealistic and looking to go into healthcare, Christiana Care is a great place to work. So uh, we, we'd love to have you here as a resident or ultimately as an employee, a caregiver. Well, that's a wonderful message. And uh, I wanna thank you so much for joining us today to share it, but more importantly, for the work you do. Thank you, Tom. It's always a pleasure talking with you.